this scripture on our heart. It seemed like all night, last night, and I'm thinking on it maybe a little bit this week. Uh, uh, but I want to read over in the book of Luke, about the 18th chapter. Really desire your prayers tonight. Just, just up here trusting the Lord. We uh, know us. We don't never have nothing planned out. We study in the manner the Lord lays on our heart to where we need to study. But I know a lot of people has has their messages outlined and they've got just almost every word figured out they're going to say. Well, I ain't that feller. Uh, I stand and try our best just to follow the Spirit of the Lord. And, how he'd lead us, and I always stand fearful, for I know what I am, and I'm nothing, but I know my Lord's everything, and I know he's never left me, forsook me, and he's provided every need that I've ever needed uh, when we're following him. But just pray just a little bit, maybe we'll be able to get uh, get some of these thoughts out, but in the 18th chapter of the book of Luke, in about the 15th verse, it says, and they brought unto him also infants, that he would touch them. But when his disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called them unto him, and said, Suffer, little children, to come unto me, and forbid them not. For such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. And and, and, and that's that's where we'll stop there. And uh, uh, got to thinking just a little bit on these scriptures and thinking a little bit about this and where they had brought these infants unto Jesus and, and uh, had brought them to Him and these disciples had started rebuking them and trying to turn them away and the Lord said that, to, to suffer, suffer the little children to come unto me. In other words, he was saying, allow these little children to come to me. He was saying, don't you forbid them, don't you turn them away, but you allow them to come to me. And I thought about the scripture in another place, says, except we be converted as a little child, we'll in no wise inherit the kingdom of God. I got to thinking on those things just a little bit and how the, uh, the Lord wants us to come to him. And Tony, I tried to get in my mind just thinking about, uh, it said these were infants. And I thought about this and how the Lord said that we was to be converted as a little child. You know, and uh, uh, as, as we get older, Conley mentioned uh, pride back there in the, in the, in the uh, uh, prayer room tonight. And as we get older, we get a pride about us and a proudness about us, Daniel, that we, we think we can do some things and we think we've got abilities and, 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 and capabilities to be able to accomplish certain things in our life and that we don't need no help in it. But I thought all that and I kept thinking about this infancy, Christian, and what, what the Lord was trying to tell us in that. And you know, I got to thinking about some of these little old infants, Matt. I got to thinking about a little old child in its infancy as it's coming along. It knows nothing uh, from the womb. It knows nothing about taking care of itself. It knows nothing about any ability. Can't even walk. Can't even do anything. There's not a thing that that child could do to take care of itself. If it was just left to itself, it'd die where it was at. But you know what it does when, when, a, when a child is born? The first thing it starts doing, it starts crying out. 
And it starts longing, sis, for a mother. It starts longing for somebody to take care of it. And when it gets in a mother's arms, you know what it does, Tommy? Uh, them things will just calm down, they'll curl up, and then they'll just, they'll just go to cuddling up, and they'll go to wanting what that mother's got for them. And there's some things, as I got to thinking about this, there's some things only a mother can do for a child. Hey, and I got to thinking how the Lord told us that we got to be converted as one of these little old children. You know what he wants us to do? I thought the very thing I thought about an infant, Michelle, you know what it is? It's dependent. It's dependent. It's got not one ability about it to where it can do a thing for itself. And you know what the Lord wants out of us, Tony? It wants us to look to Him and put all of our dependency on Him. He don't want our old self-will, our old natures, our old uh, pride, all these different things. He don't want us trying to do nothing for ourselves. He said, casting all your cares on Him, for He cares for you. I got to thinking about that. He just wants us to be a little child in His hands. You know what? There ain't nothing a mother loves no better than to just, just hold that young one. There ain't nothing a mother loves no better than to feed that child. Than to spend them moments with that child taking care of it. And you know what the Lord longs to do? The Bible says on over there, I believe it's back in the, uh, back maybe in Matthew there it talks about it, that He came to save them that was lost. The Lord had a walk with His people, Cheryl, one day in the garden. God had, He had communion with His people. And there was a love there, believe you, there was a love there in like none other could know. The Lord enjoyed coming down and walking with man and communing with man. But there was a separation came and man through sin separated himself from God and God today, he, he longs for that one more time. I believe in the garden. I believe after these every day. I believe they long for the walk with God. I believe they look forward to when God was going to come down and commune with them in the garden. But they was the day when sin moved in. They was the day when they turned their eyes away from the walk with God. And they began to desire the things of the flesh. And it brought a separation. What God said, what did He tell us? He said, you must be born again. There's a change that will have to take place in our life and we get to where we turn our lives away from the desires of this world again. That man gave up in the garden. He gave up that walk with God. God wants us to desire that again, David. He wants us to desire to lay aside the, the things of the flesh, the things of this world, and He wants us to get to depending on Him one more time in our life. <coughs> he wants us to be born again. He wants us to get converted as a little child. Go right back to the infancy in your spiritual life. Go right back. You know how a little old young will come, it'll come in love. They ain't the, uh, just the majority of little old kids. You won't find them with, with just a streak of just pure old things in them. They want love. A little old infant child, all he wants to do is cuddle. All he wants to do is love. 
All he wants is what the Father can give it. That's how God wants us to be. He wants us to get the desire just to love Him and love Him only. Ain't nothing else will bring a child any more happy than to be in mother's arms. There will not be nothing to make me any happier than being in the arms of my Father. To be in the arms of Jesus and let Him hold me up. Let him love on me. Let him feed me. Let him take care of me. I've got to get back to that in my life. To where I've got total dependency on him. I see myself as what I truly am. Not able to feed myself. Not able to clothe myself. Not able to do one thing. Not able to bring myself joy. Not able to walk on my own. I love that old Charles Johnson song that I can't even walk without him holding my hand. I would to God we'd get back to that. We've got to where we think a lot of times that we're taking every step on our own. Hey, that we're getting ourselves through life. We're working hard enough to achieve things. We're doing a lot of this stuff. But I'm going to tell you what, you ain't doing a thing on your own. It's the grace of God. The Lord said, suffer the little children to come unto me. You allow the little children to come unto me. I'm going to tell you something. The, the Spirit of God will come by and it will go to knocking on hearts. And it will go to drawing a lost soul out of a seat somewhere. And you know what? There's an old, there's an old Spirit will rise up in you and it goes to try to fight against that. I'm going to tell you what. When God gets to knocking, don't you fight that. You suffer that little old child in you. That soul that desires a walk with God one more time. That soul that longs to be in the presence of God. You suffer that thing. Allow that soul to come unto God. And don't turn that away. God desires that. He desires that little old children to come unto Him. He took that one little child over there, Matthew, wasn't He? Set him down right in the midst. Of all them people. He set that child in there and he said, Here's the example. They went to ask him, Lord, who's the greatest? Who's the greatest? He set that little child in there. He said, Except you be converted as this little child, you will know why I sit here in the kingdom of God. Little old infant ain't worried about who's the greatest. Little old infant ain't worried about who's the best. Little old infant's just wanting mama. Just want the love of the mother. That's what God wants out of us. He don't want to be worried about if I'm bigger than you or I'm greater than you. I'm better than you. No, He don't. You know what He wants me to worry about? Just getting up in His arms. Just following Him. I got to think as I got to studying about this. If you got a heart about you, there ain't nobody in here cares whose child Noah is. Everybody wants to hold him. Ain't nobody in here cares about a little old infant. Who mama, who daddy is. All you want to do is hold that name. All you want to do is feel that because there's nothing no more pure 
than the love of an infant. There's nothing no more sweeter than to hold up a child. And just to hold that and to feel it nuzzle up against you, there's nothing like it in this life. And Lord, be our hearts today just to see you getting more into this every day, coming in under this as little old children getting their hearts broken and all their some words, calling out on the name of the Lord to come by and hold a brand new infant one more time up in this offering. We was talking about them two youngins this morning that got saved in that revival. Little old Abby, when she, before she got saved, that youngin wouldn't shake my hand, wouldn't never hardly acknowledge when I went by her way in this church, as long as I pastored here. But that night in that altar man, she got a hold of me and she wouldn't turn me loose. <laughs> I don't forget about that. I love that little old youngin more than words can even say. And I sat right there and I just wanted to hold her and her hold me for as long as I could. What happened to that young man? She got born again. And there was that little old infant. It's just wanting to be in the arms of the mother. Just wanting to be held is all she wanted to be. I'm still just like it. I love to get held up in the arms of God. Just nestled and loved. Why they ain't nothing feels no better. That's how the Lord wants us to come. Not with an old prideful nature. You back up on in that right there. And that you read, I preached it over in the Jubilee. You'll read about an old Pharisee backing up. Lord, I've done this. Lord, I've done that. Telling about everything he'd ever done. But you know how it was the one that the Lord accepted? That one that got down and said, Lord, I'm a sinner. Got down and realized he wasn't nothing without Jesus. That one that smote his breast, that one that realized he wasn't even worthy to be worthy of that. But he's just thankful to be there, Jay. That's what the Lord desires out of his children. He wants some dependency. He wants us to not be turning to nothing else in this world for our happiness but him. About as I read this. You run across the word whosoever as you're reading this. You get on over into John and you run across the word whosoever. You go flip the Bible and I can't even, I, I can't, I hate to tell you, I looked it up, but there's so many times that the word whosoever is mentioned through the Bible. And you can go look it up if you're one of them that likes to chase out the Greek and the Hebrew. And it don't mean much nothing no different than what it says. Whosoever. You know what that means to anybody? You know what that means to everybody? You know what? They ain't one of us in this world that's not better than the next. We talked about it back here in the prayer room, Christian. They ain't one of us in this building right here today that's better than the next one. You know who we are? Hey, can you honestly tell me do you love one of your children? If you're a parent, do you love one of your children better than the next, David? You love both them babies. You love one of them young better than you do the next man. No, you love both them babies. May take something about the Lord. Oh, have you ever heard that song? He loves me like I was his only child. Hey, every one of us is sitting in here twenty something, however many they is, thirty something in here. You know how he loves me. One of us coming like we're his only child. And I'm gonna tell you what. One don't get.
whatsoever. Everybody, anybody that comes unto him. I like that scripture over here. I thought about it in Revelations. As I was reading that. Everybody knows it's in the 22nd chapter. He said, And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. 17th verse. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Come as a little old child, he's got something for you to drink. Come as a little old child, he's got something for you to eat. And then what they're young as yours do when they got hungry. They went to crying, didn't they? I've been up at the hospital to see this time or two, and I can remember when Abby was little and the mother was little. I'd go up there and they'd bring that man's food in the hospital room. He'd lay it up there in his lap, and Abby'd crawl up there and go to eat everything on the plate. And you know what he done? He let her have it. Well, she's hungry and she wanted something to eat. He wasn't going to deny it. You know what my father does when his children go crying hungry? He said, Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. I got a father that won't let his children go hungry. <laughs> well, Connolly read it this morning. David proved it through his life. He said, I was young and I'm now old. He said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen you see him begging for bread. I promise you today, you come to him as a child, he's going to feed you. He's going to give you something to drink. He's going to clothe you. He's going to give you shelter. <sighs> Ain't no one of us in here going to shove our young out the cold. He's going to put you in a refuge. He's going to put you in a shelter where you'll never feel another storm in your life if you'll stay here. The table's always spread. He's always plenty to eat. Let them come to me. Allow them to come to me. Don't forbid them not. Let them come to me. What did he say over in Revelations? Come. Come. All you that thirst, come. Whosoever will, come. He didn't let limits on who could get to him, did he? There's not barriers, there's not predetermined. Reasons that you can't get to him. There's only one thing that'll keep you from it. Unbelief. Right. Not giving up and coming to him. That's the only thing that'll keep us away from him. Because he said, whosoever will let him come. You think if the Lord rebuked the disciples when they was forbidden his children, you think he's going he's to not rebuke 
something when it tries to hold you back from an altar? You think he said, let, let him, let, let, let the thirst, let him come under the waters of life. Really, Carly? Really? And it will cost a thing. And you go to drinking from a fountain that never runs dry. You go from eating, go to eating at a table where you'll never go hungry. You don't want to accept you be converted as a little child. You'll let no wise inherit this kingdom. You'll not get a hold of this. You've got to humble your heart. You've got to realize what you really are. And that you're nothing without him. And that he's everything. He's the provider. And you've got to realize that you're the dependent. Everybody, when you got these little youngins and tax time rolls around, everybody likes to claim them, don't they? You like to claim it, you're going to get something back because of it. You want to know something? He gave it all. And the only thing he wants back out of it is our love, our dependency, our willingness to give him everything we got. It ain't some kind of monetary treasure, it ain't some natural thing. He just wants you. He just wants you. Ever heard about a young man that's ever been so ugly they say they got to tie a pork chop around their neck to get the dog to play with them? That's what you're looking at. They ain't never nothing since I was a little old lady that's ever been desirable about me. But you know what? He loves me. I never figured it out, Mark. I ain't honestly, I ain't trying to be funny. I'm just telling you. I know what it's like to feel like nobody wanted you sometimes. And to feel like you didn't have a friend, to feel like they wasn't nobody there, man. And when I was 12 years old and I heard him call, and he said, I want you, boy. I want you so much that I gave my, my life for you. I want you so much. That I died on Calvary's cross. That you don't have to go to hell. That's how much I want you. That's how bad he wants everyone else. That's how bad he wants whosoever. Not just a few individuals. And he's handpicked. But whosoever will. You can erase that word out of the Bible, then you might change my mind. But I'm going to tell you something. Right down below where I just read to you, there's a warning goes out. He said, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these words, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come Lord Jesus. There's a warning goes out. You want to take whosoever out of that book, you better get ready for trouble. 
You want to stand in front of God and deprive them little old infants, deprive them little old children from getting to Him? Hey, we better be careful what we stand behind the pulpit with. Because you know what you might be doing? You might be standing and walking off some little old somebody that needs the Lord. That one that's heart is broke down as an infant. That one that's in need hey, of salvation in their life. And you stand up in the wrong spirit and preach the wrong thing. You taking whosoever out of that book right there. You better be careful what you do. Because he said suffer them. Suffer them to come unto me. You allow them to come unto me. Why do you preach like that, preacher? Because I believe it. Because the Lord said, Whosoever will. And because the Lord said, Suffer the little children. Because the Lord said, Except you be converted as a little child. That's why I preach it. Whosoever don't come that way will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's the only thing that will keep a man out of hell. Out of hell. It's not coming as a little child, but coming in an old prideful heart, standing in an old boastful nature, and trying to get somebody off your back. We've got to come, Marlene. Depending on him, Shady. Realizing he's my bread, he's my water, he's my shelter, he's my clothing. And what did he say? Come. All ye that are heavy laden, all ye that are burdened, come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. You get that broken heart and that contrite spirit. You're just like a little child and you realize you're nothing. That's how you got to come. When you come like this, you know what you'll get, sir. Godly sorrow worketh under repentance. When you realize you're nothing and he's everything. When you realize, as John said, I must decrease that he must increase. You know what you've got to do? You've got to go back to being an infant. You've got to go back to that little child that realizes that you need Jesus. Before our people can get saved, they've got to get to that point in their life. He came to save those that was lost. Till you see yourself in need of Jesus, you can't get a hold of him. You know what the church is here for? To light the way. I wrote a scripture down that came to my heart. Over in John 12, chapter 46, verse, he says, I am come a light into the world. That whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. You ever have to put a nightlight in the room or leave a light on in the bathroom if you don't like the darkness? We do that, won't we, sometimes? Because the little old youngin gets more scared of the dark than anybody a lot of times. You know why he came? Because he was 
sun ain't out in the darkness, but the moon is. We live in one of the darkest days that, that any of us has ever known. And you know what? We're here for a reason. He put the lesser light here to rule the night. In the darkness of this old world, church, you know what you are? What is the moon? It's a reflection of the sun. You know what we are? We're a reflection of Jesus Christ, the greater light. When we get to heaven, there'll be no need for light there. Jesus will be the light. He's the greater light, and He's ruling the day. And I'm going to a city where there'll never be a night. <laughs> and I want these. I want things in this world to realize there's a life. And there's a place they can go. And when their little hearts get scared and their little hearts, and I'm talking, I ain't just talking about little children. I'm talking about grown men, grown women. When the fear of God truly gets on their lives and they realize that they need Jesus, I want them to see the light of Jesus. I want them to see the light of the church. Realize if you'll come just like that little old child that you're feeling down on the inside. That soul that's longing to be held by the Father, be held by God one more time. I thought on that scripture this week where it said that he, 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 he brought the, the dust of the earth together. And I was reading over in that. He said that, said that he breathed the breath of life into man's nostrils and he became a living soul. And the Lord walked with him in the garden. And the Lord talked with him in the garden. And he communed with him. I believe every man, woman, boy, and girl comes to a place in their life. And that soul is the longing to be held one more time. Early Bob, at your age right now, we can just let it curl up and roll dance on us one more time. One more time. I would. I'd love it just one more time. But you know what? I've got a heavenly father. And I can. I can curl up in his arms. Natural mama's gone. Me and my natural daddy ain't got much of a relationship. But you know what? I can curl up in the arms of Jesus. And he'll hold me and he'll love me. He'll feed me. And he will give me when I'm a thirst. Something to drink. He's mine. Every, every day of my life. And you know what? He's going to be there for all eternity. He didn't just give me life here in this world. He gave me everlasting life. Everlasting life. Eternal, never-ending 
always and forever. What a joy there is in that. If you ain't got it, you ain't happy. Because all you can see is the end. When I was lost, Christian, all I could see is one of these days I'm going to die. One of these days, there's a time that I'm going to go to hell. And when the Lord come by, He said, come, son. I'll give you rest. He said, just come. I loved you enough to give my life for you. You don't have to go to hell. You know what I became? Nicodemus said, how can I, how can I enter into my mother's womb? Oh, you know what? I didn't go from 12 to being zero years old again. Not in this flesh, but in my soul I did. I went from 12 years old to being a newborn, Jay. Spiritually a newborn. So I've been trying to get these youngins in the teenage class to look through the Word of God and see the spiritual beauty of it. It's not all what we see with just the natural eye. There's spiritual beauty all around you. It's the day when one of the one of the uh, 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 servants of Elisha over there was getting worried about all the armies that was coming up against them, and the Lord uh, Elisha said, "Lord, open his eyes for just a minute." He just thought he could see. Lord, let him know the armies of God were lined the hills around through there, and when he saw with his spiritual eye, while well, he was ready to get the battle. We get our eyes off the old natural things in this life and get to seeing that God's got every bit of this. You got something you need to fight. You got something you need to go up against. You do like that little young and you get in your father's arms. You get up in his arms. You let your father fight the battle. You let everybody know just how strong your father is. Daddy. My patience tonight. That's the way we gotta come. Because if so, we could boast in something we do. But we gotta come just like them little children. We better let them come. We better allow them to get to him. We better not let nothing in our life get in their way and hold them back. Last thing I'd ever want to do is be a stumbling block for one of these men when they need to get to the Lord. And be trying to be driving and be stopping. These people brought those infants to Jesus because they knew He could help them. You know how we ought to be able to come to church? We ought to be able to bring our objects into this church because we know we can get them to Jesus. And there ought not be one of us in here standing in the way. Them disciples was trying to stop them. You better be careful. They had good intentions. They thought they was doing right. The Lord stopped them. We better not stand in the way of people trying to get to the Lord. We better be careful. We better realize that whosoever will can come in here and get in this altar and get saved. If they come as that little infant, if they come as that child, be converted. That's what the Lord gives tonight. I thank the Lord for His Word. I pray it's been a help to us tonight.